Welcome to the Church Planter Starter Kit. This is episode 12. I'm Robbie Fowler. I can remember it like it was yesterday. I clicked start on my keyboard, but nothing happened. Just deafening silence. Everybody was staring at me, and I knew instantly this was going to go down as one of my most embarrassing moments. In today's episode, we're going to take a short detour. The past several episodes have been focused on why pastors should blog, but today I'm going to share five website mistakes killing the missionary power of your church's homepage. I believe we're witnessing a seismic communication shift online that's taking place in our culture, and it has huge potential for the church. It's much like the potential of the printing press, but the church is too often asleep to this new reality, and my mission here is to help you be a better missionary online with your church website, brand, and social media. Today, you're going to hear not one, not two, but five things that I see churches doing over and over again on our websites, and it's killing that missionary potential. With this huge shift to people consuming content online, we're missing opportunities when we make these five mistakes on our church website. I clicked start on my keyboard, but nothing happened. Thud! My stomach immediately dropped like a hammer crashing down off a tall ladder. I could almost feel it on the floor around my ankles, like I had just been pantsed in junior high, except this was grad school. There was absolute silence across a crowd of over a thousand of my peers, and worse, many of my spiritual heroes. They were all here, gathered in chapel, and they were staring at me on the stage. I knew it instantly. This would go down as one of my most embarrassing moments. With the force of a sniper's bullet to the brain, one thought raced through my head. I had just blown a huge opportunity. Why am I starting today's episode with that story? Well, nobody likes to blow a huge opportunity, and I don't want you to blow a huge opportunity, the huge opportunity you have with your website, because there is a powerful potential to use your website to be a great missionary online, and I don't want you to blow that opportunity for your church. So yes, that is a real story. It very much really did happen to me, and yes, I still bear the very real emotional scars from that embarrassment and from blowing that huge opportunity. Now, I will circle back around at the end of today's episode and kind of tell you when and where and how that happened. But for now, let's jump in. Let's take a look at five website mistakes killing the missionary power of your church's home page. Now, I see these mistakes time and time again. I've seen them for years, and with these mistakes, we're missing out on 
a great opportunity. And I want to focus in today on just the home page of your church website. Now, the reason we are looking at these five mistakes is because so many people who are considering whether or not they want to be a part of your church, your website is plays a major role in that decision. In other words, they will go look at your website, and that will be a part of their decision on whether or not they want to come do life with you. Okay, so now these five mistakes, why do we say killing the missionary power of your church's homepage? Because I believe that your website can be a powerful missionary tool. That's why the Church Planter Starter Kit exists. I'm here to help you be a better missionary online. Okay, so let's look at these five mistakes. And as we're talking about this, think through the grid of a non-churchgoer there in your city, and in particular, a non-churchgoer that you feel called to reach as a church. Like, this is someone near and dear to your heart. It could be your neighbor. It could be a community there, kind of a, a, a around you that you're involved with, you know, like uh, you know, the workout crowd there in your city, or the lonely professionals there in your city, or the stay-at-home moms, or the single parents. But, but keep that person in mind, and I think you'll see why these mistakes are just killing the missionary power of your church's home page. All right, mistake number one that I see all the time. Mistake number one, putting your current sermon series in the hero position of your homepage. Okay, the hero position of your homepage. What does that mean? That means that's the name of that top section on the homepage of your website. Sometimes it's called above the fold. That's a term that comes from the newspaper business. Back when people used to buy newspapers, right? You would take your top story, your top headline, and you would put that on the newspaper above the fold, right, before the newspaper got unfolded. So you, you put your top item there because that is the most visible part of the whole newspaper. Well, the same thing is true on our websites. I call that the hero position. That is the place that will get the most eyeballs, probably of any marketing you will ever do. And second to the influence of your people and all of their relationships, people that are a part of your church and all their network of friends and relationships and acquaintances. Apart from that visibility, this is the most visible part of your church. Okay? So, mistake number one, putting your current sermon series in the hero position of your homepage. So why do I say that this kills the missionary power of your church's homepage? Here's why. Because when you put your current sermon series right up there in that primary spot, like the first place eyeballs hit of those non-church people that may be visiting your church website, here's why that doesn't work. It increasingly falls on deaf ears to a Bible illiterate culture, right? So we've got our sermon series up there. It's on Colossians or, you know, Job and his suffering whatever that current sermon series is, bottom line, when a non-churchgoer sees that, 
99% of the time, particularly nowadays, that means nothing to them. They don't know about Colossians. They don't know about Paul's missionary journeys. They don't know about the Psalms. They don't know about Job. In fact, they think you're, you're talking about jobs, right? So when we put our current sermon series up there, we're sending all kinds of wrong signals, right? And that non-churchgoer would hit our website, see that front and center, and probably, even though this was never our intent, we're making them feel maybe ignorant, like, I don't know what that is. Maybe they feel ashamed, like, I should know what that is. And they probably assume, well, I can't belong there because I don't even, like the, the most visible part of their homepage, I don't even know what that's about. So that's not a place that I can belong or find community or find some help, okay? Or maybe they look at that and they just go, I don't have any idea what that is. That doesn't have anything to do, uh, anything to do with my normal life, and, and they're just out. Like, I don't even want to be involved, even if that could be a place where I could find, you know, a home or a community or friends or get plugged in or find some help. Like, don't even want to, don't even know what that is. Okay, so mistake number one, putting your current sermon series in that hero position of your home page. It kills the missionary power, the missionary potential of your church website. All right, mistake number two. Mistake number two is putting your mission or your vision statement on your homepage and usually, right, back in that hero position. So oftentimes when I see church website after church website after church website, one of two things is usually in that top position. One of those items is the one we just talked about. It's your current sermon series. Another thing that we put up there all the time is like a mission statement or a vision statement up there at the very top. And here's why that oftentimes kills the missionary power of your church's homepage. Again, when we're viewing this through the eyes of that non-churchgoer that we actually are there to reach, the, the one, the reason that we're, you know, exist as a church or that we planted this church is we want to reach that group of people. Okay, when we put our mission statement or our vision statement up there on our homepage, particularly up there at the top, but usually almost anywhere on that homepage, it kills the missionary power of that page, and here's why. Because almost always, that mission statement or vision statement is framed for the insider, right? For the, for the churchgoer. It's framed for the insider, and usually it's packed with all kinds of assumed language. Okay, so usually that vision statement or mission statement is super important, right? I want to tell you, it is important. You need one. You need to know where you're going, what your mission is, what you want that future to look like, where Jesus is calling you. But when we just take that and put that on our church homepage, it's so often framed from the insider perspective, right? We exist too. Our mission is to fill in the blank. Right, but your non-going, uh, your non-church-going neighbor, that is not a mission that they're initially interested in. Right, they have their own mission, and we know that apart from the gospel, yes, that is a failed mission. 
but you've got to start where they are. Okay? And so when we slap that mission or vision statement up there, it's usually framed for insiders. It's usually packed with all kinds of assumed language. And it never even touches on that non-churchgoers, their wants, their needs, their fears, their aspirations. It's not even speaking to those people that we want to serve. It doesn't touch any of those things for them, right? And so we we kind of kill the missionary power of our church's homepage when they hit that and go, I, that's not, I don't vibe with that vision or mission. It doesn't resonate with me, right? That's the person we actually want to reach. But when we slap that up on our church homepage, we're, we're killing the missionary power of, of that homepage. All right? Mistake number three that kills the missionary power or potential of your church's homepage on your website is when you make give the last navigation item in your main menu. Okay, so you've got your menu or your navigation along the top of your website, if it's on like a laptop or desktop, or usually if you're thinking, you know, like on your phone, mobile phone, it's usually, you know, a a vertical menu. The last menu item, I see this over and over and over again, the last one is give. Okay, so if you can picture in your mind's eye your website on your laptop, okay, if you're looking left to right, that last item on the right is almost always give, okay? Now, what you need to know is that is prime real estate on your church website, okay? If you're thinking in terms of phone, think top to bottom, because again, most menu items on a phone are listed vertically, like a list top to bottom. In that context on a phone, it's the last item, okay? So upper right on the desktop, Last menu item, if you're thinking about the phone, that's prime real estate. We have just been trained since the internet has been around. That's where the important thing goes. Okay? And remember, they're reading left to right, so their eyes are going to go there. When we stick the giving button there, like give, we're killing the missionary power of our church's homepage. Here's why. You're taking prime real estate. And you're devoting that prime real estate to what is a common kind of cultural objection to the church. In other words, that non-churchgoer says, hey, they, they just want my money. Okay, Misperception, but it's very common. The person we want to reach, this is likely a misconception they're carrying around with them about the church. And sure enough, we take prime real estate, and the, and the thing they see is give. Right? There's no qualifiers there. It doesn't say, you know, hey, this is for members or any of that kind of language. They just see give and using that prime real estate, right? And it kills the missionary power of our church's homepage because we're unintentionally kind of reinforcing a very common objection from the non churchgoer that we're actually there to reach and trying to reach. Okay, so let's stop real quick, recap. We've been through three of five website mistakes killing the missionary power of your church's homepage. Mistake number one, we said, was putting your current sermon series in the hero position of your homepage. Mistake number two, putting your mission or your vision statement on your homepage, especially up there in that hero position. Mistake number three, making give the last navigation item in your main menu. All right, mistake number four. 
I call this our weeness overkill. Careful with the language there. Our weeness overkill. Okay, here's what that means. That's the mistake where if you just look through the home page on your church's website, all of the language is framed with our this, blah, 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 blah. We do this, blah, 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 blah. We, our, we, our, right? That's all insider language. So here's the mistake. Here's why that does not work. It's really easy if you take two seconds to think about it. That is selfish language. I call this being a selfish, selfish church website, right? All we're doing is talking about us, we, our, okay? We all, this is universally true. It's certainly true of the non-churchgoer. Nobody, including you or I, nobody likes a bragger, right? Nobody likes a bragger. Nobody wants to be at the, at the party or whatever, hanging out with that person that constantly redirects the conversation back to themselves that's constantly talking about themselves, right? But our, the home pages on so many of our church websites, that language is all over the place. The our or the we, our we-ness, right? It's overkill. We're just talking from that perspective over and over again. And that kills the missionary power of your church's home page. Okay, last mistake I see time and time again. Mistake number five that kills the missionary power of your church's homepage is the call to superhero action. The call to superhero action. You've probably heard the term, you know, call to action. Sometimes it's abbreviated CTA, call to action. And your church website, like any other website, should have a very clear call to action. But what I see most often is one, that's not even a mistake I'm talking about, is there is no call to action, right? That's a big mistake. But usually there's some sort of call to action there on the home page. Now, far too often, I call that a superhero action, a call to a superhero action. Here's what I mean. Here's why this kills the missionary power of your home page. Too many times, that call to action is a huge step for a non-church girl, and it feels like a superhero ask to those of us that are mere mortals, right? It feels like something, well, I guess Superman could leap over a giant building in a single bound, but I can't, right? I can't do that. And too many times, that call to action on our church homepage, when seen through the eyes of the non-church girl that you actually want to reach, it's just a ginormous ask of them. Like superhero, spiritual giant ask. In other words, we're asking them to take a really big step, to, to take on a lot of responsibility, uh, to be really mature, to you know, take major control of their own life and, and life stage to say, yes, I'm going to do this. So think through that. You know, it can be, hey, we've got these small groups. Um, you know, pick a small group and join it. And and kind of the actual action steps are like that person's going to have to call up a stranger that leads some existing group and kind of insert themselves into that. That's just a really big ask for a normal person. And we can we can forget we're trying to reach 
normal people. We're not trying to reach other pastors, planters, you know, uh, spiritual leaders, people that are already spiritual leaders. Those people, yes, they will come figure out how to get involved if they feel like your church is the church Jesus is leading them to or calling them to. But for the normal people, the people we're actually there to reach, too many times we have a call to superhero action, and it just kind of kills that missionary power or potential of your church's home page. Okay, so there's the five mistakes I see all the time killing the missionary power that you have available to you on your church's home page. I'll run through them one more time real quick. Mistake number one, putting your current sermon series in the hero position of your home page. Mistake number two, instead of that, putting your mission or vision statement up there on your home page. Mistake number three, making give the last navigation item in your main menu. Mistake number four, our weeness overkill, our we language all over the place. Mistake number five, the call to superhero action. I shared the first part of a real story from my life at the beginning of this episode. That was, uh, I was in seminary. I got asked to lead music at chapel during what we had a, a missions week. So it was a requirement for students. So regular chapel students would kind of come and go. You had to be at so many, but missions week, you had to be there. So I've got essentially all of my peers and professors all sitting out there looking up at me on stage, and I had a major technical glitch, and it was literally just me leading up there, and I was using a a keyboard. This was way back in the day, and I had some things sequenced, kind of like a background track kind of thing, and I hit the start button, and nothing happened. I mean, it was just dead silent awkwardness. So I'd already led one or two songs, go to kind of fire off the third one, and nothing. And everybody's just staring at me, and I am panicked. And I still remember that feeling to this day. The reason I shared that story is it did. It felt like in that moment, man, what a huge opportunity to be in front of professors, to be in front of my peers. You know, this could have launched my worship pastor career through the roof. Think of all the people I could have impressed. And it just felt like I blew that opportunity. And I know your church website may not feel like that kind of opportunity to you, but I am here to help us reconsider that statement. So many of the people you want to reach are online, and it is time, I believe, for the church to realize the opportunity that we have so that we can be better missionaries online. because. Being a missionary online is akin to recognizing the massive shift that the printing press brought. That's the kind of shift we're seeing culturally, particularly in North America. And the North American church, I think, is relatively asleep to the potential and the power that we have there to use that place, that kind of third space online, to be a digital missionary. So instead of all of the normal stuff, you're throwing up there on your church website, 
let's think about eliminating these five common mistakes that kill that missionary power or potential when the actual person you want to reach hits the homepage of your site. Let's be a good missionary to them. Let's serve them. Let's help them. So I hope this helped you, and uh, I hope it was a welcome break kind of from the series that we have been going through, although honestly, it's right in line what we've been talking about. This is the same kind of framework and reasoning behind why we've been talking about blogging. I want you to be able to get this information all in one spot because maybe you're listening to this as you're driving or on your lunch break or working out or taking a walk or something. So I've put all of these five website mistakes uh, in a single PDF so you can have them and then go back to your website and you can start making these changes today. So to get that, you just want to go to the show notes for today's episode. This is episode 12. So you can go to churchplanterstarterkit.com forward slash 12 and you can download that resource. So you've got it all in one spot in a super simple PDF. You'll get all five of those reasons and then I'll give just a quick summary of why that mistake kills the missionary power of your church's homepage. So make sure you go grab that, churchplannerstarterkit.com forward slash 12, and you can get that. The internet marks the biggest communication shift since the printing press. So if you're ready to leverage that seismic online communication shift that's taking place in our culture right now, And I've got a live online coaching course that transforms busy pastors like you into skillful online missionaries. Now, this is great for churches or for church plants. On one section of my website, you can find out more about why that's the case. But here's how I say that. Who is the Church Planter Starter Kit for? It's for every pastor or church who values the missionary identity of the church. So if you're part of a church that sees itself as a missionary to your city, then this is for you. When I originally started it, it was aimed originally at church planters, but it is for any church that sees itself as a missionary to your city or to the culture around you. So. There are two great options for you, including a brand new version, uh, the Express Kit version. You'll want to check that out. Here's how you do that. You just go to churchplanterstarterkit.com forward slash kit. churchplanterstarterkit.com forward slash kit. And you can go right now and apply. You can get yourself on the waiting list and you will be on your way to turning your church website and brand into a winsome digital missionary. Hey, if you've got any questions or comments or follow-up, something you want me to tackle on this podcast, then open up Instagram right now on your phone, wherever you're listening, if you're working out or whatever you're doing, and uh, hop on Instagram, go to rfowler, rfowler, that's F-O-W-L-E-R. That's where you can find me on Instagram. Yes, that is my business account for what I do kind of on the business side of things, but I'm just in one spot on Instagram because like you, I'm trying to keep my life simple. So just go message me there and I would love to 
uh, interact with you, help you in any way that I can. One way I could use your help is I would love for you to share this great resource so that it gets into the hands of more pastors and planters so that we can become better missionaries online. And the way to do that is just go to iTunes. If you leave a review of this, that does a that just plays a huge role into getting this into the hands of more folks. Thanks again so much for listening. Again, hit me up on Instagram or go check out the kit at churchplanterstarterkit.com forward slash kit. And I will see you next time on the podcast. <laughs>